You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. I see it only if it's black. So there you go. We can ponder that for the entire show. Dude, Welcome. It is your bye see, Friday. There's a joke there somewhere. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all there is. Um, and you are here listening to Punk Wisdom while Matt and I flip through our notebooks because we are entirely unprepared. Matt. Yes. I am here. I don't know. Say something. I'm here. Open it and let something fall out. You're supposed okay, to say something. We, uh, we had a heavy episode last time, which was a great episode. I listened to it um, again. I'd, I mean, again, I listened to it for the first time. I wasn't really listening to Did it. Did I do we Vicky here. and Rob justice? No, it was awesome. Okay. I, I thought it was really good. Chris said he really liked it too. I did. I really um, did. So They're important it, we, people to me. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, They're awesome. And so anyway, uh, so I thought we'd go a little bit lighter, I, if you want to call this lighter. I'm not sure how heavy we're going to get with I'm going to get pissed off. I'm telling you this right now. But I thought we'd uh, – <laughs> We're going to get our we're gonna get our heartbeats going. I thought we'd bring up and talk about one of my favorite things of, is Star Wars. So – Something that I've been itching to talk about for a long time, um, so I figured we'd do it now. And we brought a a friend. I'm hoping uh, Chris and I will become better friends. I don't know. I haven't necessarily avoided it, but me being the socially awkward person I am, I'm very. I, I rarely ever initiate new friendships or initiate conversations with people. But I know Chris through Vicky and Rob. And oh, huh. I think surprise, we talk, surprise. Yeah, I think we talked the no, most just, that we've ever talked before. World, last know. time we got together, I think <laughs> yes. we got together yep. about it. I think it was just kind of just getting together and hanging out. Trevor and uh, Erica were there too, I think, yep. weren't they? Yeah, it was a gathering. I think we uh, had a barbecue. Yeah. That's what it was. Um, so it was fun, and I've I've seen you around before then, but you know me, I I never I never go out, reach out of my own shell. Um, so anyway, Chris is here. Rob was saying that you would be. Great guest to talk about Star Wars. So I thought, why not? Um, I am something of a Star Wars geek. So. There we go. There we go. So yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, Punk Star Wisdom Wars. with Matt and Allison. Your bye Friday, 7 to 9. Yeah. Podcast Detroit. 7 to 8 will do, but whatever. Oh yeah, 7 to 8. I, I still make that mistake. That's okay. Because um, it seems like an eternity with you, probably. But <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Matt and Allison, bye Fridays, 7 to 8. With Jessica. With Jessica. Hey. Thank God. Love I, I'm always going to oh, include her, even uh, when she's not Studio here. Studio 3 <laughs> Podcast Detroit app. Or, or as Matt found out this week, which I'm going to ask you about, um, your favorite podcast delivery system. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, you could get all of it here, but you can't. So, go download the app. Studio 3. Okay, bye. There we are. You know, that was I, a live video on Facebook. So. I, I've been getting – some of our listeners have been asking how they can find our podcast easier because they've been having rough times, I guess, or it's just cumbersome. Mm-hmm. And then I say rough times because they're able to find the it. The user-friendliness varies from person right, to person. Right, right, right. Um, so I usually always give them the SoundCloud link if I can because that seems to be the easiest way for anybody to find it. And every now and again, I'd go on to iTunes or Google Play or my podcast app that I use is called Podcast Addict. Um, I don't know why I've chose that one. I just did, and I like it. Um, I know there's Stitcher. Um, there's a bunch of other ones out there too. Anyways, every now and again, I'd go on to these other apps and just 
type in punk wisdom just to see what would pop up. I wouldn't type in uh, Podcast Detroit because that always pops up. Um, but when you subscribe to Podcast Detroit, you subscribe to everything. And Look, Mom and Dad. And that sometimes He's drives some people nuts. He's trying to leave the nest already. Not entirely. I just want be our podcast to be easier to find if people just want to listen to I us. I totally agree. And not all of the Podcast Detroit's network. Mm-hmm. Not to say that the other network, the other shows on this network aren't any good. I mean, No, but you're trying really to steer traffic to your show. Exactly. So. exactly. Yeah. You have to be your own man. You have so, to stand up. So the other night, I'm, I just <laughs> typed it in on a whim on the on the app that you can't I can't live on your brothers and your sisters. I, I, I still try. Um, <laughs> and we popped up all 20 of our episodes, and it was like the first thing that pops right up on their search engine. I thought that was pretty cool. Awesome. Um, but, but I did try Google Play, and the only episode that popped up was our last one, which I'm like, eh, no big deal. It is kind of a big deal, but not really a big deal. Yeah, it still kind popped of up. Weird. So. And the, but for iTunes, I, iTunes just freaks me. I don't understand it because they don't have – unless you're on the computer, they don't really have a way to get to just podcasts. You have to go through – their app sucks. So no... all, all it is is iTunes music, period. Hang on. And so it's just on. a pain in the ass. I don't, you um, know I'm not an Apple person, as you can tell. Uh, your iOS. I um, so I anyway, I don't do anything. Just, Apple. There's a line Same. in the middle of this table somewhere between me and you. It's up to you to, to <laughs> you're, figure you're, out where you're, it is. You're, you're Android too, right, Chris? I, I do own an iPhone because my job forces me to. But yes, <laughs> I have an Android phone, and <laughs> it is my actual too. phone. There you go. So I, I have tried one, but then I, iTunes. I didn't. I couldn't find it. Yeah, um, I had to go through. I had to go through Podcast Detroit to actually find it. And I think a couple other apps are still okay. So App still Store. not coming up entirely, but. We're, we're breaking ground. It, it's 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 getting out there. So that's I was I was happy for that progress. And that was uh podcast addict. Podcast addict. Yeah. Okay. Ours and a few others from podcast Detroit pop right up. Huh. So interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. But anyway, yesterday well, was my daughter's birthday. She's eighteen now. Yeah. Happy birthday! Well, belated birthday. She got I said her first on Facebook. <laughs> now you're old. Yeah, she is. It's making Ruth feel old because she's now she's now there's all kids these, going. I'm not listening. She's to you. getting all these emails and stuff. <laughs> Ruth is like, your daughter's 18 now, so now she's got it. And she's like, oh. <laughs> I'm <laughs> feeling <sucks>. old. <laughs> right. So tell us, Ruth, how do you feel about this? Hi, by the way, honey. I meant to say hi to you a minute ago, but you waited. Yeah. Okay. So Go ahead. anything else new, Jess? I mean, not really. <laughs> No, not me. I've been busy, super busy, but nothing really worth talking about. Yeah, I got a job offer. Oh yeah, what did you ever make a decision on that? Well, I'm definitely going to take it. the The problem is, is when I'm actually going to do it. Right. So because they don't, they're not offering health insurance. So I got to figure that part out. So I applied for Kirsten to get uh, Medicaid or my child. Um. As soon as that's approved, regardless if I have insurance or not, I'm taking the job because it's it's more money and it's closer to home. So I'm right. already saving a bunch there. And then I'll just jump on the marketplace and see what I can find. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister has been using the marketplace now ever since it's been available because she's, she's a nail tech. So she's technically works for herself, right. but she's in a salon. And then my brother-in-law, her husband, is a painter and he's – does his own? He's got his own business, so they've never had a job that offers health insurance. So they've always been doing private. So I, I'm probably going to go over there and pick her brain. So she's been using it for years now. 
Ooh, what? maybe she's willing to come on and help the rest of us try and figure it all out. Yeah, right? I'd probably do that. <laughs> and since, then we we'll get somebody who knows that our, same thing about the car insurance. Because, going on. Right? Yeah, there's. Right. it's a sad there. day when you like there. forego your insurance because the job makes it affordable for you to live a life. Yeah. And you're not extravagant people. I know you. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh, that makes me mad. It does. It, it, it's stupid that you know you can't just – Get a take a better job because you know because a, it a furthers like your goals for the American dream. Yeah, you should be fully supported. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Anyways, right. nothing yeah. about me. Right. We're just gonna take it. Are we We're just gonna, gonna, gonna bring somebody here to teach us how to just. I can talk to my sister. See what she thinks. That would be cool. Okay, so Are we jump into Star Wars. Or do you yeah. Want to talk? No. I'm just trying to do that beginning part like you wanted. <laughs> I, I like the beginning part. I like okay. catching up with everybody. I don't get to see. Your I know faces it has a name, often. but I'm just being ridiculous. Do we have a big? We have a name for it. Yeah, it's just like you can have like your intro section, which comes after your intro music, uh, which yeah, we sure. still do not have. I know, I know. Some people just never get it. It doesn't matter. It's like, like the it's segment. Like you have right? to have it. I can it's sing like something better. Yet yeah, you can <laughs> sing something. I could that would even make better. We get could. Jessica to sing something. We're <laughs> <laughs> <Or> not. <laughs> Let's stick with Allison. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, Oh, I will talk to you about that Let's after the show because there's there's popcorn going on in the right. background. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Hey. Not only Star Wars. First of all, first of all, I want that, to do a disclaimer before we jump into it, but go ahead. Go ahead. That disclaimer has to come first now that you said yeah. that. Okay. Basically, what I wanted to say is I've seen every Star Wars movie, every single one in a theater. And I'm not saying that with the original three Ooh. because of the re-releases. No, I saw A New Hope back when it came out in 77. I saw it again when in 79 when they re-released it and I saw all of them in a freaking theater. Amen. Same I, here. I just want to get yeah. that so out there. So you've seen 27 Star Wars movies? Yeah. Well, there aren't 27, but yes. I don't, I don't. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, 47. Sorry. No, I just wanted to get that out there. there I forgot about the last because half. <laughs> later on when we start talking about some of these toxic fans, you're going to find out that a lot of them are millennials who haven't seen the originals back when they were the originals. Well, we that do. We have, first of all, we have a storyline and characters, lovable characters, even the bad ones, then, right, they make you kind of, you just have something for them, an affinity of some sort um, for your whole life. You follow these characters. You've, you've seen them grow up. You've seen all the, and it's just one of those things that have always been a part of who we were. We were Star Wars kids and that was that. Mm -hmm. So... Yes, I totally agree. Without the nostalgia of it, without the meaning of what that meant and how it related to our lives when we were younger and as we grew up and how our points of view changed for from the plot lines and the characters, I just well, – totally what, right. what I was – They what, don't have the right background. What I'm thinking about doing tonight um, is – But we still hate them and that's the whole point of this. <laughs> what I think about doing tonight is actually find out how all you guys are were introduced to it. What your feelings are now that Disney's taken over it, and and that where it's at now with how there's a huge freaking divide in the, in the fan fan base. Um, actually, I don't think it's as big as it appears to be. I think it's a very vocal minority, but <laughs> that's my own opinion. I, but I think that's more or less what it is. But anyways, so anyway, uh, that's what I'm kind of thinking at. So whoever wants to jump in, um. What's Star Wars to you? Oh, no, Chris. Okay. Chris. Uh, sure. Yeah, so I, not, not unlike you, I saw the first Star Wars movie in uh, 1977, back before it was episode four, right? It was just 
Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I was an impressionable lad of probably three and a half years old. Yep. And it was literally the greatest thing I had ever seen. Like it, my mind expanded. There were robots. They were talking. They were friends with each other. There was a whole cantina, whatever that was, filled with aliens. <laughs> they were shooting at each other with laser guns. There was a, a giant Sasquatch and he was buddies with the cool guy that was a cowboy. I just, I loved it. I loved it. I, I didn't really know how to process all of it at that time, but I knew that it was a thing that like helped me sort of, you know, it was the first movie that I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And after that it was hooked, right? I was then of course, Empire Strikes Back came out three years later. So I was like six and of course in line, now I got to see this because this is the movie. Like that was the other movie that I really loved. And, and then, uh, three years later was Jedi. And then I was, now I was 10. Now I knew the franchise. I knew the characters. I had all the action figures. I, you know, the, the there's a famous still that was in the newspaper with uh, Luke Skywalker on Jabba's sail barge with the green lightsaber, and that was like you might as well have been running for president. Like that was to <laughs> yeah. me that was that was headline material, uh, and then of course that brought you into the whole the the whole Phantom the the you know there were comic books, the expanded were, universe, yeah. exactly all that stuff, and and you were talking about it with your friends, like like you talk about Game of Thrones now, like you talk about Walking Dead, you were talking about Star Wars, like. Oh my God! Walking Dead. Oh my God! Spoilers. Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. Is that really true? Well, that's what Yoda said, so it must be true because everything Yoda says is true. And you know, back and forth. And, it was and just Orange a is the New Black is like right around the corner. <laughs> but yes, and, and then that's one of the questions I had that I, I wrote in my book, and I was feverishly flipping through it to to find was the whole marketing thing. I saw something. It was one of those shows. Sorry, my chair. My chair seems stupid. Um, that sure is not the operator. No, I'm absolutely positive because I know how to work a fucking chair. Okay, I'm just curious. Okay, where's the bell? Ring it. There was me. Anyway, <laughs> that <all> sucks. <laughs> it, does, it, does, it says ring for wine too. Like I, I don't. Uh, we don't. I don't even think we have wine. No. Oh, wine? there it is, right there. Who's now. running it? With oh, wine? there we go. There's That's the bell. It. There you go. Um, but it was about toys and about marketing and things like that through this, you know, the '60s, '70s, and '80s. And how that affected the toys we played with, mm. like Star Wars. Star Wars marketed their toys, all of that merchandise, almost as if that they was almost knew where the exactly real genius of George Lucas was at. What was the those what freak, to do was the toys. On I mean, the other hand, it's got imagination and all, but still, it's... Star Trek had a different way of thinking about it, and they decided at one point that they would just put that logo and that name on everything. So they made yep. um, hard hats. That were never worn or used in the show at all. It's just a Star Trek hard hat and kids and, – and they were expecting that the name would sell whatever. So odd things and they say that is part of kind of their downfall and why they're not to the absolute magnitude as the Star Wars is. So I wanted to see, one, if you guys both agreed with that and two, um, what you think makes them – at a different level, I guess. Well, I think so. There's a couple of levels to that. Number one is the difference in the characters, right? You have these very iconic characters in Star Wars that are not just iconic in the the way that, like, you know, Han Solo is the the Western drifter and Luke Skywalker is the hero farm boy and whatnot. But they're very visually iconic, right? Darth Vader is Darth Vader. You would recognize him in a in a room full of a thousand different characters. I mean, he's seven feet tall. He's jet black. He wears a samurai helmet and he talks like great uh, James Earl Jones, right? There's no mm-hmm. right, and he has a glowing magic red laser sword, right? Whereas 
a bad guy from Star Trek is essentially just the guy in dark face paint with a little Fu Manchu mustache and a, <laughs> a gold true. shirt instead of <laughs> Captain right. Kirk's slightly brighter gold shirt. And okay. the action figures are according, right? You have this awesome uh, Chewbacca action figure and then you have like, okay, yellow shirt Star Trek guy or blue shirt Star Trek guy. Oh, the blue shirt Star Trek guy has slightly bigger ears than, you know, and it... Um, it has occurred to me over the course of my adulthood that the the media team in charge of that and, of course, George Lucas and everybody in the costume department and all that, that um, kind of research that they did and the thought that they put into it was way more volume wise effort wise than i always thought yeah so and the other thing i think star trek was geared more toward kind of adults and less because there's not all those visual you know visual beautiful scenes for the kids to get star trek and he was a womanizer, right? He used to sleep with all the women and so i think it wasn't it wasn't even the same kind of demographic my opinion was more what you would call science fiction, where Star Wars was more fantasy. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So you you almost had a different different group of nerds followed Star Trek as opposed to following Star Wars. Um, I am a fan of both, which I guess I'm in a minority there. Oh, I'm the same. I'm I'm <laughs> completely franchise agnostic. I love Star Trek, Star Wars, yeah. Battlestar Galactica, Firefly. You name Definitely. it. The Expanse, by the way, is amazing Buck right now. Hell, heck, heck yes. I the know, TV I show love that one. Yep. <laughs> but, yep. See, it's there. It's but there always is, been there. <laughs> but there is a rivalry I mean, with the Star Wars and Star Trek, which I always thought was – I mean I thought it was ridiculous. But there is one. I mean there's people – who don't like Star Wars at all because it's it is more of a fantasy. Um, so it that's the main difference I look at the two. I mean, like I said, I like them both. I'm a huge Captain Kirk fan. I Picard is cool, but Captain Kirk's where it's at. Um, but we're not going to talk about Star Trek. Yes, I think I I see it from more the marketing standpoint as a business person well, myself. I so I don't think they knew what they were getting into because I George I was, had no idea. Yeah, I was they I was reading no a thing and they had a uh, Netflix show as well where they talked about how like terrible a toy deal they made originally uh, the the company not not the Star Trek ran- or Star Wars franchise because they had no idea it was going to be a thing. Like they weren't expecting they were to make selling, money off of it. They, didn't they were know. selling like place cards. Yeah. Like IOUs. I, they were selling yeah. IOUs because they couldn't keep up with demand. They it weren't ready. Re- they weren't ready by Christmas, right? Yeah. Star Wars came out in May and they cut the deal and it takes, you know, like a year or something. So they should have done it while they were shooting the movie, but they didn't. And literally they released little cards that said, you're going to get, as soon as they come out, a Princess Leia and a Luke Skywalker yep. and an R2-D2. And they didn't wow. exist at the time. Hmm. That's another thing I remember, a time before action figures, right? There were none. You just didn't have them. They weren't toys that you had as a kid. And then Star Wars came out and then you had action figures. So in addition to creating the blockbuster movie well, franchise. The big G.I. Joes were around. But those, I mean, but they weren't, you didn't have, you know, play sets right, right, and right, accessories. Yeah. And big G.I. Joes, they were essentially dolls. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They were. They were dolls. They're Barbies right. for boys. Yeah, exactly. Get exactly. over it, guys. <laughs> Nobody cares about that stuff anymore. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm, I'm, hashtag but, times up. But back then, right? Back then, it was a thing, right? Yeah. Uh, action figures. Action figures have made billions of dollars now, but there weren't any. And then Star Wars came along, and then they were everywhere. And that's just what you had when you made a franchise or when you made a cartoon property or whatever. There were action figures. Well, well and I didn't every- really realize that that is what started the whole action figure craze that has lasted forever and will never die oh yeah no absolutely <laughs> now they're just getting a little bit more and more extravagant until what you just print them out on your own 3d printer and... yep true yep true yeah oh i'm sorry you can do that now you can. Yep. it's really weird you can make the whole parts and then the 
the hinges and it, seriously it's some, so cool somewhere that right now at this very awesome, moment actually. some miniatures are being printed out for my trip to Jenka uh, next week so wow that's, that's a thing it's just a thing that we can do now is just you want some make some toys hmm. but yeah we had a big drought of between Star Wars movies obviously between Return of the Jedi and Phantom Menace Phantom Menace and so all the Star Wars fans out there they all we re- all we really had were the novels we became the Walking Dead we rose uh, from the dead. Yeah. We had the comics, um, video games, but that was pretty much it. Uh, we had some, we had some lunch really, boxes. Yeah, well, we had some really had shitty boxes. TV movies, Ewok movies. Yeah, were a thing. And the Christmas special yep. that no one wants to talk about. <laughs> oh, I love the Christmas I remember special. That. <laughs> the first half hour, it was all just Wookiee speak, There's which a, was kind of funny. <laughs> another childhood memory that I have of seeing the Christmas special and no one at my school having seen it. And then I came in super excited, not realizing at that age again that it was bad, <laughs> trying to tell all of my friends about the Star Wars Christmas special and no one believed me. Yeah. Like, oh, and then there were little Chewbacca's and they were playing with X-Wings and there was a cartoon guy in a cool helmet. And they went nope. home and picked the nope. gum out of his hair. No one, no well, one even funny. bought it. What, what's funny? When I am you, so when you sorry say that, that happened to you. Yeah. What a downer. You know what? They know now. You yeah. were right they on they that one, now. though. Absolutely. Well, what's funny? Absolutely. You say that when you went. You say you go to school. You went to school, and nobody else. You at the time, you had no idea how bad this Christmas special was. I, I I'm looking at back at uh, when I went to go see Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. Um, honestly, at the time, I walked out of those movies thinking that they're. They were the, the shit. I mean, these things are great. And I think a lot of it was I was waiting for a Star Wars movie for years, and they finally came back. But now that I go back and watch them, I can watch the original three. It was four, five, and six over and over and over and over again, and I get tired of them. Sure. Even the new ones, Phantom, the the Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, I love them both. Um, Rogue One, I absolutely love that movie. And Solo was really good, even though it did poorly in the uh, – in the theaters, I, I didn't see really, that really one yet. So don't I mean, spoil it did poorly anything. for a Star Wars movie. It still did. Really oh yeah, it still made more than the yeah. Empire Strikes Back did. Right, right. Um, but you, I go back and watch the prequels. They're kind of hard to watch. Oh yeah, no, I can't do it either. And I do it because it's Star Wars. But the it just especially Attack of the Clones. It was just like, oh my gosh, this is just an awful movie. Not awful, awful, but it's like it's it, it, of what it could have been. Didn't hold up to your expectations of the Back franchise, when it, right? Well, now it isn't. Now that it, now with everything else around it, with all those other mo- new movies that have come out, and then comparing it to the originals, I'm looking like, yeah, this isn't what I what I expected. But talk to me back then when I walk right when I walk out of the theater, I have a totally different opinion. I would have a totally different opinion because I thought it was great. I saw all of them in the theater several times before they you know left the theater. Uh, but anyway, I actually quit my job over the uh, first Star Wars prequel. I worked at a movie theater and, uh, you know, just as a regular, did, you know, all the floating, ushering, selling popcorn, all that stuff. And I was trying to convince them, like, listen, you guys are not prepared for this. This is going to be the biggest thing you've ever seen. And the, the Matrix had already come out. So they were like, oh, no, we know, you know, this is a thing that's going to happen. We got these people lined up. Like, no, literally, you do not comprehend the magnitude of this fully armed, fully operational movie that's going to come out. <laughs> and they, you know, they had a regular shift plus 50% of the people, I think something like that. And it was a Friday, obviously. Oh, and so I come in to get my check, my paycheck, because it's Friday. And there is a line, is at the Star Southfield. There is a line literally that wraps around the entire building, out the parking lot. Ruth and was down in the that street. line. 
<laughs> Ruth was in there. And one. I show up and the guy, the, the guys, in, and they brought in the regional guy and they're like, oh my God, you got to help out. We need all hands on deck. This is crazy. I was like, I nope. Uh, I told you about this a month ago. I'm here for my paycheck. And then I'm going and I'm going to stand in that line over there. <laughs> and I had my friends and they were waving at me and I waved back at them. And I went and he's like, well, if you can't, if you're not going to work, then we're going to fire you. I'm like, no, you're not. Give me my paycheck. I quit. And that was it. And that was the last time I, I did that movie theater job. Yeah. I, I don't think... There was probably a few theaters that probably were not prepared for that. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. And then that's character. And it wasn't even it wasn't even a good movie. But it was the first Star Wars movie in sixteen years, right? It could have just been like five minutes of George Lucas talking with like a trailer behind him, and people would have lined up for. Well, see, that's the thing with stuff like that. That is, that is, that people are so thirsty for, especially with the way they market trailers. They put them everywhere. You see them. If you just say, Oh, I don't watch TV. Well, okay, but you've still seen a movie trailer in the last 48 hours or at least the option to click on one and watch it. Um, I've seen three in two days. So that's, <laughs> well, that's, and I think that's what's going to lead into a little bit when we start talking about some of the, toxic fans because i think there was a lot of expectations for the last jedi that were not met according to them and that i think that's what led to a lot of the shit that's happening now but before we even hit that well what before you move on i want to finish the the one thing it's supposed to tie in to our um to our bad fan show but it's more about, and it's because you mentioned that you stood in line for the movie. It wasn't really a good movie. You lost your job, right? But while you're sitting here, you're not talking about, oh, the parts of this movie were like this and this and this. It was about, I remember that day. So it was the memory and the life you live, the anticipation mm-hmm. of the movie. It's not actually the movie. I mean, if it's a great movie, then after that, with something like Avatar. The experience was awesome. I went, through, I went with 16 off. people. Right, and so yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Right. And, and Star Wars absolutely. can and Ruth be will tell accredited you about, to And Ruth will about, tell you about the day she spent outside all day long standing in that stupid line at the Star Southfield. We right, had, we had so board games, because, we had pizza, yeah. like it was a thing. Because they actually it had is, restaurants walking by passing out food. I keep interrupting you. And I'm, yes, you I'm do. Actually, and now I'm, I'm actually doing enjoying it. On it. <laughs> I, well, I am. Somebody <laughs> out there is biting their fingernails because it gives them anxiety <laughs> like it does me. Okay. I apologize. I understand your need, but he has no empathy for you. So, <laughs> Ruth sent a text that said, "Keep you in line." So, well, Ruth just says, "I wasn't in line. I camped out in the line with my with my niece." You were in the line, honey. You were just camped out there too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, go ahead. Talk. <laughs> I'm giving you the four now. Could kill because Star Wars has kind of found times. its way into our lives. Whether we are watching the movies or not, the toys we had, the posters we looked at, the all the different things that kind of formed our childhoods, we become very invested in the characters. We then, therefore, become very invested in the actors who play those characters. Mm-hmm. I want to know what Mark Hamill is doing, and if he's maybe going to show up at Comic-Con downtown, I want to be there. So just to just be able to see Luke Skywalker, I mean, how great would that be? So because we get emotionally involved and we fall in love with these people and these storylines, some of us become insane. That's fair. I think fanatics and fans are not far from each other. Like I didn't know how I was going to live my life when Dexter sailed off in his boat. It was dead sister, which was sucky. That was stupid. Yeah, it was a that, uh, that, uh, crap ending. Sucked, I know, anyways. but he lives somewhere and the kid is somewhere else. And I was like, it was dumb. 
I but don't. Anyway. I can't do this. So some fans then what? They go on blogs and they go on Twitter. And they harass people. No, it, it's that sense this of This is enti- the passive aggressiveness I was talking to you about. <laughs> it's that sense of entitlement. And I think uh, Rob hit it on the head when I talked to him a little bit a little while ago how there's still there's a divide in Hollywood where you have producers of these studios who are actually starting to listen to fans. But the directors still look at things as being my movie's my art. So I do it it's my art. You don't mess with my art. I do what I want to do because it's art. Um, which makes sense. They've got a right to think that, and movies are art. I go, but you have producers on the other end who are trying to appease a lot of the fans. So you have that divide that's going on, and Star Wars is a big one because you're, the fans expect certain things. Mm, mm-hmm. And I tried my hardest to stay away from some of the some of the negative YouTube videos because that's where I get a lot of watching a lot of this shit. Um, but I, I went to him just because like, I wanted to see what exactly are they complaining about? What don't they like? What's bothering them so much? Um, I find it kind of funny because a lot of them were talking about Kathleen Kennedy should be, should leave or they should, she should walk down, uh, step down and not be uh, the head of Lucasfilm, which I thought was kind of funny because since she's taken over Lucasfilm, four movies have been released. They're grossing the total of $4.7 billion. No other studio head can make that claim about one franchise. No one. So why would she step down? Uh, Kevin Feige's not even making that kind of money. No. Yeah. So, so it's like, so stop, stop calling for her head. That's just plain old stupid. Then on top of that, you have the, so, you have, uh, then you have the complainers complaining about the social justice warriors, how it's kind of taken over the franchise. What I think is kind of funny is you have Force Awakens, whose uh, main character, the main protagonist is female. Uh, same with The Last Jedi. The uh, main protagonist in Rogue One is also female, which they've all been complaining about. There's actually some idiot went out there and re-edited The Last Jedi and cut out all the females out of it. What? Why? Yeah, I was like, wow. because he's a fucking idiot. Um, Someone's got some serious mommy issues. The only, the only movie uh, yeah. out of all four that has a male white protagonist was Solo, and it did the worst out of all of them. And the best thing about it was Lando <laughs> Calrissian. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. Um, not to say the solo was a bad movie. It was a, gr- in my opinion, it was a great movie. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I just think Disney did a, a shit job marketing it, and they did a terrible job where they put it. They put it right smack dab of Deadpool two, the Avengers, and Black Panther. That was just stupid. It was the wrong place for a Firefly esque heist movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. If they would have waited and put it out this December, I think it would have a totally different uh, box. That is yeah. true too. Deadpool yeah. too. They were, you know, they were screeching about that online. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, and, and Avengers were as and know. Black Panther. I saw. I've seen both of those movies. And Black Panther was really fantastic. good. Yeah, phenomenal. Yes, it phenomenal. was. They were really, really, really good. good. And, and the release solo at that time, when especially when a lot, not a ton of people were, were wanting a Han Solo movie. Yeah, and they were very apprehensive because uh, someone else playing Han Solo other than Harrison Ford. So you had, they were battling that and and the shit marketing because they didn't release a trailer but just a couple months before the movie actually came out, the very first trailer. So it was like, for crying out loud, you guys – and I know they had a lot of controversy with uh, directors and the, the writing the scenes stuff, yep. and behind the scenes stuff. So it makes sense. But anyway. I mean I, that, uh, that stuff all happened with Ant-Man originally too and that came out fantastic, right? I mean that's not necessarily – 
Or Rogue One too. They, yeah. Essentially, yeah. they went back and had yep. to reshoot a bunch of stuff, and look how well that one did. So, well, Rogue One, I think, benefited from uh, not to spoil the movie, but like the what the last five minutes, right? Like, if Rogue One hadn't won you over, if you were on the fence like you were about Solo, and then the last five minutes of that movie happened, you're clapping, you're cheering, you're standing up in your seat, telling everybody how awesome it was. The movie funny is. that was one of the last things right. they put in too. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. In there, but yeah, absolutely. We don't want to spoil the movie, otherwise we'd say what the that's the was. one. I didn't want to admit it, but that's the one movie I have not seen. Well, you should see it. And I was like, I can't see this one because I haven't seen that one yet. And then I just if you've they seen, finally warm me down. If you've seen the first Star Wars movie, you're safe to watch Rogue One. Yep, you don't okay. have to see anything yeah, yeah. else. Okay, it, I think they did a really good job leading right into uh, yeah a new hope. They did yep. a really good job with that. Yep. But anyway. But yeah, which was stupid. I think what's funny, some of the videos I've been watching with these people complaining, the number one complaint, yeah, they yeah, there's plot holes and so on and so forth. But the number one complaint that I was watching against with The Last Jedi, which I think is the reason why what well, I think is what kind of started it. And I could be wrong. Um, but it was an ongoing every single video I was watching of these guys complaining about the movie, which is that was the movie I think everybody was pissing them on about, and that's what they don't like Star Wars now. Was Luke Skywalker's character, his story arc in that movie? You guys seen the Last Jedi, so I'm not going to spoil anything. All right, his story arc. They didn't like the fact that he didn't come out and slaughter a bunch of people. Uh, one, I don't know what Jedi ever in right. history of Star Wars slaughtered a bunch of people, but <laughs> that's what they wanted. They wanted him to come out and slaughter a bunch of people and go out in a blaze of glory. That's not what Jedi do, but that's what everybody. That's what they wanted. Not, not gonna say everybody because not everybody. But that's what they wanted, and it was funny. Video after video after video, I'm actually, that was the number one complaint. They didn't like the way he went out. I'm like, and they were complaining that he, you know, didn't want anything to do with this force anymore. And he, he and so on. I'm like, what's funny is like, Yoda trained somebody that went dark, Count Dooku, and he went and hid on Dagobah as a hermit. Obi Wan trained somebody that went dark, Darth Vader. Or Anakin Skywalker, he became a hermit on Tatooine. Then Luke Skywalker traded trained somebody that went dark, Kylo Ren, and he went and hid out on that whatever the island's name was. Like so, Octo. yeah. How is that any different <laughs> than the other two? I mean, they followed the pattern, right, right, right. And I think my favorite scene out of the Last Jedi was Yoda's scene. I think what they, they I love the fact they get, you got the mix of the wise Yoda and the goofiness of him. Um, but still teaching Luke. And what's funny is like if you really paid attention to what Yoda was saying, you would understand the Canto Bite scene that everybody's bitching and moaning about, saying it was a pointless scene. No, if you listen to what Yoda's saying and what he's teaching Luke, you'd understand why that scene was there. Now, was it too long? Probably. Yeah. They probably could have cut that scene down a little bit, more than a little bit. But it, there was a point to it. Um, but a lot of those complaints – my rational mind, when I read, and I don't know if it's rational, I don't think it works. Um, when I read books or any franchise that I absolutely love, I have a tendency to excuse away things that I probably shouldn't excuse. Um, like one, another complaint was why Aldo sacrificed herself to put the ship in hyperdrive and fly it through Snoke's ship or whatever. Why couldn't they get a droid to do it? My mind automatically went, well, there's probably there's probably some lock on the system that well, won't, won't allow you to go into hyperspace against it to run also, into. Also, I don't think in Star Wars a droid is capable of doing a kamikaze run and killing like fifty thousand people. That right? too, I just think that's not something that too. That's what I'm thinking. That probably goes right. against the programming of a droid. That's the right. first thing that popped in my head. I was like, well, yeah, it makes sense because there's probably a lock on the system. A droid can't do it because we wouldn't be programmed to do it, and so on and so forth. So it makes sense that she did it, but that's not what everybody else 
was bitching and moaning about. Well, I think at that point they were just looking for things to bitch and moan about. <laughs> well, I think there are definitely things in that movie they could have handled better yeah. and differently. Definitely things that would have made more people happy. But I don't think that's what I don't think that was their goal with that movie, right? I think they were attempting to because the first one came out and it was all like, oh, it's a rehash of episode four and episode six, mm-hmm. and it's all the same. They, this scene is the same, and that scene is the same, and you're just making the same movie again. And then and then this one comes out. And it's too different for everybody. Like, oh, this this isn't Luke. That's not the character I know. And who's this person coming out of nowhere? And we don't know who she is. And, it, you know, A, make up your mind or just complain about everything because that's what you want to do, right? Well, those are the people <laughs> who date idiots, so their judgment in people isn't really that great to start with. Well, I mean, just you know, saying, if they're probably. dating anybody, they're probably still they're dating anybody at all. basement. <laughs> you live in your parents' basement? What? No, I just okay. have terrible taste in men. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean... Okay, so do you think that now, as you kind of put it in a nutshell like mm-hmm. that, that pattern of training um, people who go dark and then have them go off, do you think that that's deliberate? Like, do you think that that is to somehow justify training them in the first place? Like, there was something that has now created this shame that makes you go and just can't live with yourself. I, I think I guess. the original trilogy really hammered home that, and even the prequels did it too. That going to the dark side is easy, right? Yoda and, said that. Yeah. So I, I think they're just kind of still playing off that. That it's just easy. And since Kylo or Ben at that point, well, has the Skywalker blood in him, it, he had that tendency to go dark because that's where. You know, Anakin went. Now, in the expanded universe, Luke even went dark. Yeah, they were saying, I think, uh, Snoke got into his mind, right? Because he was vulnerable because of that whole tendency for the alluring power of the dark side to draw you in. And then, you know, the insidiousness of it. And then eventually you become evil. But one of the things that they also address, right, is the redeemability of those. So, yeah, Obi-Wan trained Vader and, and then went to become a hermit and so on and so forth. But Luke was right about him, right? And he redeemed himself, right? Mm-hmm. That, that, right. There was that part right, of good that's right. in them, which, I mean, I guess the deeper point I'm trying to make is that if um, if they were they were such great trainers, right? And part of the training is making sure your heart is pure and that you qualify, right, to actually get this training and have, you know, have my time. It kind of would justify how they could be wrong. Like there was that good in them. It just... They just weren't strong enough to kind of hang on to it. It's so, a struggle, right? But then yeah. later on, after they become these horribly bad people, they go off to like not be able to face humanity ever again in some sort of I think they were way. trying to touch a little bit. So it's saying, um, oh, you know, I don't, it makes sense that they would get trained and there was this good in them because look at them now. They feel like hell and they quit. <laughs> well, it's a it's a kung fu movie trope that George Lucas stole essentially of the old master who lives in a hermitage and doesn't want to teach any of his secrets to like the wayward young student and eventually does and that guy goes on to become a hero. They've been doing that in martial arts movies for fifty yeah. years now, right? And that just became a thing in Star Wars, and then it became a reoccurring theme in the Star Wars movies that explains this character's origin and that character's origin and now the future of Luke's character and so on. And, and that's so why forth. I kind of like what Ryan Johnson was doing with this one because yeah, I think he was kind of branching off like because Luke was trying to get to that point like. You know, 
the Jedi and the Sith. You know, we need to get rid of these. And even Kylo Ren was saying that. Get rid of those. It's time for the old ways to die. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's what they're, yeah. I think Luke was trying to get to get to that point. It was like, you know, the, the Jedi need to die. Well, they I, just I, need to die. I think Ryan Wilson was actually saying that to the fan base, right? I think that was a message from Disney and, and Lucasfilm to they're everyone. Try, like, yeah, and they're listen. trying to expand the universe. That's what I liked about it is because they're actually trying to expand the universe past Skywalker. Disney, when they bought it, they bought the stupid franchise for billions of dollars. Four point two five billion dollars. Right. And so yeah. which means they're not just looking at putting out three or four movies. Right. They're looking to expanding this and doing a lot with it. Which means they need to get away from the Skywalker saga. And in order to do that, one, you gotta kill them off. But two, you gotta get past the Skywalker blood. That's why I didn't have a problem with Ray's parents being nobodies. That's why I didn't have a problem with that kid at the end of the movie using the force for the, to get the broom and start sweeping. They're trying to show you, like, we are trying to expand this universe past all these characters that you know and love. I know you know and love them, but if you want this franchise to continue, we need to get past that. Because nobody wants to keep hearing stories about the same characters over and over again. It's going to get boring as well, shit. Well, that, and you can only do so many variations of a story. Yeah. You know? So, and they've, like, done them all. Exactly. And, and I, I, I get it. I can understand that they want to see their hero go out in a blaze of glory. In my opinion, the way Luke died in this was I, – I, I really liked it. It was very poetic. Um, he, well, I mean he didn't really die. He became one with the Force. Right. Right. But just doing the – this last act was the ultimate nonviolent act that a Jedi should do. I mean, so he didn't go out and just kill a ton, bunch, bunch of people, um, which I think which pisses a bunch of people off. But, you know, I had a point there and I, and I totally lost it. That's, That's okay. okay. Well, he did, what else do you have? Oh. He did do the heroic thing, though, right? He went up against the entire empire with nothing but a lightsaber, right? He did exactly what he said he would never do. Yeah. Only he didn't do it. He did it without hurting anyone, right? He did exactly what Yoda told him way back when, you know, never use the force to attack, yep. right? And he saved the day by doing it, right? And inspired this whole new. And it's movement. funny, is I I just saw someone else's uh, explanation of that scene, and they went back to the Return of the Jedi, where the only, when Luke was fighting his father, he he was fighting him out of anger. It yep. started with anger, and yep. he kept going after him in anger, and then finally he stopped at that last minute, and he threw his lightsaber away, saying, "I'm not, I'm not doing it." He actually pulled the Jedi move, like. I, well, I'm not going to take this step. He cut off. He cut off Vader's hand. He saw the electric stump, and then he looked at his own hand, which yep. was also electric at the time, and where he had that injury where you could see the back of it, and he quickly associated like I'm becoming my father, yep. and that's when he l- lowered his weapon and turned the lightsaber off. It's that flick of common sense that keeps you from beating somebody senseless. Yeah. Mm. Yep. <laughs> I, I've had a long week. God, people are so dumb. Sorry. Sorry. I've been behind the worst drivers, and I didn't. I started singing Morrissey, every day is like Sunday. Before <laughs> <laughs> to God, I almost died. Like, because I aneurysmized myself. You need a it's crazy. futuristic nuclear-powered robot space but, car. I think, I think like, <laughs> yeah. You say that five times. Uh, yeah. You mind if I borrow yours? Uh, yeah, he's got sure, that Tesla sure. outside. Right. Oh, right on. Yeah, it drives itself. No, I think what kind of sucks right now, though, is because James Mangold just hey, Uber? came out. What? James Mangold right was... Uh, okay. Sorry. Was just picked to do a Boba Fett movie. Now I'm like, yeah. I'm up in Talk the air on whether I want that movie or not. I love Boba Fett and all, but do we really need a movie about it? But anyway, um, I don't know. Are you wearing a T-shirt about him? Yeah, I told you I like <laughs> him. I don't know if I want a movie about him though. I do. I don't know whether it's going to be good or not, but I definitely want the movie. If it's anything know, like, could... if it's anything like Logan, like he just did, right. 
I, I, I'll be all for Make it rated R and I'll be happy. But anyway. Rated R post-Sarlacc Boba Fett movie. There you go. Yep. But I think he came out on Twitter and kind of in defense of Ryan Johnson a little bit. But he came out on Twitter as like all these fans and what they're doing right now. I don't want to even call them fans really. But what all these toxic fans are doing right now, they are top-notch directors who want nothing to do with Lucasfilm right now. They're walking away from the franchise. So when Lucasfilm calls them up, because one of I forget which one it was, he just turned it. He wanted, one of the top directors won an Oscar or whatever. Just turned down an opportunity. The Kathleen Kennedy went to him. And he's like, "Nope, I want nothing to do with it because I don't want to put up with these assholes." And and it's tr- it's what they are. I mean, look at no, absolutely. Look at Anakin Sky, the kid who played Anakin Skywalker. That kid quit acting altogether yep. because of all the bullying he got from Phantom Menace. But, I mean, That's he just, just and poor Jar Jar Binks. My God, he developed a psycho. Well. Poor guy who played Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks doesn't deserves no pity. Um, <laughs> well, yes, he was irritating. Yes, but, but yes, the, the I don't actor, know his the name. Actor, and I, the actor doesn't deserve any golf. I mean, I, nope. listen, if if George Lucas wanted to pay you whatever million dollars to dress up like a fish bunny and talk funny for six hours, you're doing it. I'm doing it. We're all doing it. Yeah. Oh, right? God, yeah, right. He's not doing it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. but he got pushed to the point of almost committing suicide. Yep. Uh, Lucas got tired of it and sold the franchise altogether. Um, then you got Marie Marie Tran was her name? Yeah, Kelly Marie Tran. I Who's mean, like the nicest person in the world. Her like, and Daisy Ridley both left yep. uh, Instagram. They yep. want nothing to do with it anymore. Well, so IndieWire oh. IndieWire says that there are eleven famous directors who've turned down Star Wars. Yep. Yeah. Eleven. They don't want to put up with the bullshit. Well, because it's impossible to please everybody. Yeah. But well, to be immortalized in the Star Wars franchise, that is the ultimate. Bucket list item, like right you there. You would think if or I could be an extra and you could see the back of my head for five oh, seconds absolutely. of Star Wars film, I will stay down there in ninety know. degree heat for five days. Yep. I don't think technically it would end their career. Maybe six. Might make it. Tough they would have to. They, they would have to put up with a lot of hate because people people can say and do anything when it comes to being online because you're somewhat anonymous. So oh, you yeah. can you can be the biggest dick in the world. Yep. and get away with it. There's no filter. Right. Um, so it, I don't necessarily think it will destroy them. I mean, not, you know, I don't think it will necessarily ruin their career, but it's like, do you really want to put up with the social backlash? Yeah. I've been in Good a cover point. band, no. so <laughs> it's not always pretty. No, no. And that, that's, that's my that's But my at point. the end of the day, you're like, bitch, I don't know what your problem is. I'm standing here. And, and I think that's why. That's why I, I think that's why Ryan I'm in a Johnson, Star Wars movie, and you're not. So, and I think that's why Ryan no Johnson bad. has no problem fighting, firing back at these guys. And same with James Mangold. I yeah, mean, some of these guys are like, I, I don't care what you're saying. I'm making a Star Wars movie. Look at J.J. Abrams. I mean, at first, J.J. Abrams turned it down. The only, re- from what I understood, the only reason he did Star Trek is because he couldn't do Star Wars. He he was offered Star Wars, and he loved it too much. And he's okay. like, listen, I'm not going to do this because I'm going to mess it up. So then he went to do Star Trek, and then they came back to him. I don't know if it was just a truck now that of money, I can get behind, or if it was a whole like, listen, nobody else will do it as well as you you will. So even if you screw it up, you're going to screw it up less than anybody else. Please do it. But whatever they said to him, he, he changed his mind. Yeah, it had to been a concerted uh, yeah. effort with uh, Kathleen Kennedy, and uh... well, I understand he talked to the original cast. Like people came. Oh up, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know, because I know Lucas sat down with the original cast when he was talking about these. When Luke Skywalker things. asks you a favor. It's like it's like the Don on his birthday, right? You you do that favor, right? <laughs> but it's a long conversation. <laughs> okay, Go so ahead. 
There's Brad Bird. I'm looking through the article right now. Brad Bird. Anybody know Brad Bird? He's the guy that did uh, the uh, Incredibles. Isn't that that guy? He did some like animated stuff. Oh, I don't know. Neil Bloomkamp. Oh, Neil Bloomkamp. Yep. Um, He is the guy behind – is he do District 9? Is that Neil Bloomkamp? Your this guess is turned into nice. a nice cri- trivia segment here. Yeah, uh, David Cronenberg. David Cronenberg has done some weird, strange He's movies. He's a horror, isn't it? Yeah, I can't really see a David Cronenberg Star Wars movie. Although maybe that thing that interesting the thing that old but, Han Solo had on his spaceship was from a David I, Cronenberg yeah, Star Wars movie. Exactly. I would never expected uh, Quentin Tarantino to do a Star Trek movie. So you know, yeah, okay, anything can happen. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. David Finch. Yeah, that, he would Fincher. make. A, yeah. I think he'd make a great Star Wars movie. Yeah. But, well, we won't go into why they turned him down because I'm just, and of course, Ron Howard. He did oh yeah, one. but he ended up doing it anyway. And he, that's yep. a Irving Kirshner. Irving Kirshner did uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yep. And David Lynch. But they did get. So they were as of let's see. Oh no, this is 2017. Eleven. They did get Kaplan, Explained. Why they turned down. So they may have accepted later on, but their initial. Well, uh, Ron Howard had that big relationship with Disney with all those movies. So when they were like, listen, this one's in the shitter and we need your help. He's not going to tell them no, right? Because they essentially made him the big giant director that he is. That and it's Star Wars. So how do you feel down at your heart of hearts to know that Disney's got you by the balls now? I really hated it when Pirates of the Caribbean you know, left me. I hated the idea in the very beginning that Disney bought Marvel. Yes, same. And but what they've done with Marvel, I'm not complaining. Nope, I'm not complaining at all. They won me over. Yeah, absolutely. So, what, so they're to, doing it to, justice. I used to hate Disney. I was a big yeah. uh, copyright advocate back when, and they were lobbying for extension oh, after extension. They were they were massive like IP. Thugs, essentially. Sensi and Disney just partnered, and I got a little taste of all the things you can't do. It's disgusting. And they bought Marvel, and I was kind of like heartbroken over, like, oh man, they're going to screw this up. Fox screwed it up. Everybody screws it up. And then they didn't. Yeah. And they like let the actual creative forces do what they do best, and they made amazing characters. And that's what I think of what they're doing with Lucasfilm right now is because Kathleen Kennedy was handpicked by George Lucas. Yep. Before in Disney 2011, took over. I think. absolutely, yeah. So it's they're keeping the kind of the same people in there. I think that was oh. intrinsic to the deal. Actually, when they made the sale, like that was both parties agreed. Like, okay, when we buy this from you, she's going to run it, and that's the one of the things that essentially. I mean, so far what they've done with it, the I've liked every movie they put out so far with Star Wars. Now, yeah. am I open to having one every year? You know, I don't honestly. If they would have waited for Solo to do in December. I liked it. I would have liked that, but I didn't like the fact that it was came out what six would have been months a great Christmas after. Movie. Well, it came out six months after Last Jedi, so everyone's so fucking pissed off at what happened with Last Jedi. Not everyone, but but that they're just being passive aggressive months, and didn't buy the ticket. The, the, I'm going six, to see Black Panther. But, <laughs> I don't even think that was fuck those guys. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I think there was a boycott a little bit, but I don't really think that was the main problem. It, just, it, still, it didn't they, have the buzz. It didn't have the anticipation, right? It was only six months after yeah. the episode eight. So they should have, they should have also, done a year and a half is what they yeah, should have done if they were going to switch quick. it to May. And it I is. also, from the view of musicianship, I know there's – like you have – like you get this band. You play for uh, 10 years and then you get an album. You've had 10 years to write that album. 10 years. But then the next one, you get signed and you go off to wherever it is, you lucky bastards. And then you have 11 months or eight to get the second one done. 
That's crazy. So then, right, then how there's no more of those Unless like tool. waking up at two in the morning going, oh, I got this great idea and being able to let it mature and grow naturally. You have to like pump it out now and it has to appease everybody always. Unless right. you're tool. Good luck. I mean. What about tool? You don't put one out every year. They put this what, four or five years between every album. <laughs> right. You're right. Absolutely right. I was like, I thought you were going to do it for a second. No, I mean, they're doing their you. own thing. I mean, right. they're like, but, but you're as point. good as they I are. I would rather you wait. You can't do that. You can't do that. With, I mean, they paid five, four and a half billion dollars for this movie franchise, right? Right. They, they have to put a movie oh, out yeah. every year or the, the guys who own Disney are going to get mad at them. Yeah. And that's right. true. But then there's yeah. us people on the other side going, wait a yeah. minute, wait a minute. If it takes you a few more months to release it at a better time of year, or if it takes you another year to like solidify details and fill those holes, give us the effort yeah. and the time that you always have from the toys that we bought. You know, I had a, ra- um, a radio controlled R2D2. Come mm-hmm. on. That was yep. like, yeah. and I was a girl. And back then, like, girls had girl toys and boys had boy toys. I wanted this robot so bad. Was it the one with the little cards that slid in and out? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. seriously. That was a fantastic toy. I thought that was so great. But so it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of the way it is. So. What? No, I think you're looking at me weird. No, no, no I'm just saying that. I, oh, that's it, just your face. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Um, no, I, Disney has proven themselves that even if there is a bunch of behind the scenes bullshit going on, they're still pulling out, putting out a very, very good product. Oh, it's quality, the production value, the the cast. I mean, regardless of what they put out, whether I mean, you agree with as the, much of the crap the script been, or whatever the case right, may be, and, it's still brilliantly done. Absolutely. So well, I, I think they've learned their lesson a little bit. About, I'm I'm guessing that they're not going to they're going to be careful when when they release it, and I think it's a marketing issue. When we're talking about solo, um, yeah. maybe had the bank calling going. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it was about. Honestly, <laughs> I, like I'm trying a to billion figure billion dollars. Just I'm trying to figure out why they decided bank. to put that at, at that time. It just it baffles me why they chose to release it. Well, the, they're moving. So Infinity War, and then you get the other one next year. Right, and then Marvel is done with the summer tentpole blockbusters. Right, they've done the lead-in, so now it's going to be Star Wars with the summer tentpole blockbusters, and then you get the Marvel movies and the mm. off seasons and whatnot. They, and they had to make that transition somewhere. Okay, that right? makes sense. And they chose the absolute worst possible combination of yeah. Infinity War Part One and Solo to make that transition, but that's what they did. Right, they could have been much better done next year or you know the year after. But oh, so it was screw you guys. I'm going to see. I'm going to see Deadpool. Well, Basically, I, I think, I, right? Uh, well, I think Infinity War was a, like a huge, a huge thing. It was a build up. It was ten years of build up, right? It was a thing. That yeah, definitely. Did. And and, and there was so well much as, buzz about it. Everybody wanted yeah. to see it, and the people that saw it told everybody to go see it. Yep. And then Solo was just sort of like, oh, the Star Wars movie. Okay, I'm definitely going to go see that. And the people were like, how was it? Oh, it was good. I really liked it. And then on to whatever else you're talking about, right? Nobody's like, oh, and that scene where the turnabout happened, and and that action sequence on the bridge. No one's talking about that, right? No. Nope. Like. Like you were saying, like you're talking more about the experience than you are talking about the actual movie. But when I was when I like was like the blackout, I remember exactly where I was, but I fucking hated that blackout. Yeah, I was like when I was reminiscing about was the bad. first first Star Wars movie at the beginning of the show, right? I was talking about the movie. I was talking about the scenes. I was talking yep. about the characters, right? But then when we start talking about the prequels, I didn't mention a damn thing that happened in the prequels, right? Right? I mean, there's only three or four cool things that happen in all of the prequels combined, Darth right? Maul. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, was that was the whole. That was the first Aww, movie. First movie. I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah, but. Uh, with Solo, it's the same thing, right? You talk about, a, you know, okay, so uh, Donald Glover was really cool in Solo, right? Mm-hmm. There was the, the, the robot was neat, you know, that kind of thing. But you're not talking about the actual movie itself, the plot, the scenes, things no. like that. 
right? But Infinity War, I could sit here and talk about all day long, the sequences, the character exchanges, all that stuff. And that, that boss is very different. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I totally agree. And, you know, plus it came out, Solo came out two weeks after Deadpool premiered. Yep. And there was a huge buzz on that one. I mean, because yep. it was awesome. Oh, well, I'm a dark, <laughs> twisted individual. I'm going to pick was. Deadpool every time. I don't, it, I don't think it was as good as part yeah. one, but it was great. It was absolutely great. Oh, wait. We're talking about two? Yeah. I didn't yeah. see two. You I didn't either. Two. Well, well should, I started watching it and I had to pause it. Oh, I'm definitely then, going to. I just yeah. honestly completely forgot about it. I, I didn't go see it at the movies and then nobody talked about it. It was just that crazy month It's on Cody. Cody? Your Amazon Fire Stick. Oh, Nice. It was no, just a crazy month tonight. to release that movie. But yeah. I, that makes sense that, you know, they needed that transition somewhere. And, okay. So anyway, what do you think? In thinking? short, someone walks up to you at Comic-Con and says, hey, Matt, you're that guy from Punk Wisdom. And you go, yeah, so what? And he looks at you and he goes, I was the one that made the actor who played Jar Jar Binks almost suicidal. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Like, are you going to like. You're a dick. Smash his teeth in? Or are you just going to be like, dude, I'm so disappointed in you yeah. and you are not a Jedi? You're going to go, obviously. Good, good. <laughs> Let the hate flow through you. Because <laughs> those guys are working for Emperor Palpatine, essentially, yeah. right? That's, yeah. that's, you know, they claim to be fans of Star Wars, but they are, in fact, the bad guy from Star Wars. Yeah, right? they, are, they are totally Absolutely. Kylo Ren. Wrecking our fun. Just hate and anger. Shut up. First of all, if you're that mad, don't go see it. Yep. And second of all, just roll That's with what life. I tell my it's family members short. about this show. If you Star don't like Wars what you're hearing, going anyway. don't listen. <laughs> right? Exactly. It's, it's, so, yeah. There's so that like, entitlement, right? When when the first trilogy came out, everybody loved it. And then the new trilogy came – or the, the, the uh, prequel trilogy came out and everybody was like, oh, George Lucas ruining Star Wars. Like, uh, it doesn't belong to him. It belongs to the fans. It belongs to us, yeah. right? And then the new trilogy comes out and like, oh, they're ruining Star Wars. It belongs to us. It doesn't belong to – like – Okay, yeah. you know what? Yeah, because we this spent so time much time on those effects. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Right? Yeah, you worked real hard on and building the side and et cetera, yeah. et cetera, right? et cetera. Yeah. Et so cetera. crazy. Yep. Shut up. So we just managed, uh, happened to live on Facebook at WiserPunk17, um, Twitter. PunkWiser17. Twitter is at PunkWise. I got it written down. <laughs> so, close. so good. I know, right? I just went off script and <laughs> I still can't get it and right. Email email we have punkwisdomfamily at gmail.com. That's right. We are family. You are family. Send us an email because you know what? It just then you can like call up later. We also have a Skype number. Eventually we'll give that to you. It's on the wall there. It's on the wall there. Oh look. Well if I give it to you now, they're gonna call it's and kind of yeah, it's gonna be we're, over. We're not gonna be home. <laughs> Especially if we want to call in next time. Oh, my God. We should Matt, actually give it to them, them now because then them. all the angry Star Wars fans can call it and nobody here will enter. There you That's go. Right. And, you know what? Go see Solo before you come back and talk to us. Just do your homework yeah, first and then come back and we'll bullshit. Definitely. So, yeah, two weeks. So speaking of telling family not to listen when they, <laughs> don't, gonna like, be when fun. they don't like hearing stuff, this next episode, uh, Ruth is kind of scared about. Um, she thinks it's going to drive a bigger wedge into the family. But and, like no one listens to us anyway. <laughs> yeah, they've already like, sold come you. Come on. <laughs> um, we've, been, I've been, we've been talking about doing this show <laughs> for a funny, while, but we wanted to get one. the right people in here and Jessica Sorry. kind of hooked us up. So um, you we got Lady Payne yeah. from the Detroit House of Pain. So she'll be coming in. I have no clue who she'll be bringing with her to talk. It's never just that's, her. That's part it's of either a the sub show. that comes with her or another, you know, dom that you know hangs out there or whatever. So, so BDSM. 
Yeah. We are going to explore. Yes, and chains. Yes. It's going to be fun. Not only the things you think you know, and maybe we'll and dispel some myths and stuff, but you chains. know what? They're real people. They, they, they put their pants on one leg at a time if they choose to wear them that day. And they take their kids to school, and we do our things, and we live our lives, we cook our dinner, we pay our bills, and we are decent members of. Wait, I said we. You I didn't been mean we. for that to be. You have been saying I, we. <laughs> for Matt and and Jessica and myself, we are a team, and we do all this stuff. So I'm stuck. Uh, but no, I'm relatively ignorant of both Star Wars and the show. Two weeks from now, so I figure that puts me right in the gray area. I like to be dead on the inside, dark and twisted, but standing on the outside. Somewhere, so, somewhere out there, there's an internet community that combines both of those things. I don't doubt it. Oh, guaranteed. <gasps> yeah, but those search words, you got to be really Absolutely. careful. Absolutely. Incognito search. Everyone and don't at home, type bomb. Search. That's a lesson yes. I learned the hard way. Yes. So two weeks from now, we'll find out how real people can make your life a little bit more fun if that's what you're looking for. Jessica? Allison? See you in Matt? two weeks. See you in two weeks. I'll be here. Matt? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you looking forward to it? Yeah, yeah. You like? I got questions. It'll be fun. She's uh, she's very, very blunt and very charismatic. Good. So like you'll blunt. you'll enjoy I like her bluntness. Oh that yeah, works. she's blunt. <laughs> that it's works because when I'm be confused, a fun show, you, guys. you start to hear the crickets. <laughs> nice. So Chris, thank you so much for coming and really, 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 you taught me actually quite a bit. Well, thank you. Give me something, much. some stuff to think on, and some. A movie to see. This was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks. So uh, let's let's actually rile up the tribes and get them to talk to us, and then we'll bring you back to discuss what they want. (laughs) (laughs) Right on? Yep. Okay, so that is Matt and Allison and Jessica on Punk Wisdom, Podcast Detroit, every other Friday, 7 to 8, Studio 3. Find us anywhere, really anywhere. It's really not that hard. So find us, download, and for God's sakes... Don't hurt yourself. <laughs>